not awkward now. Open it up. Make the rustling noise. Very good. Get into it. Rustle it as loud as you can. Try and distract me. Who likes popcorn? Please don't choke on it. We do our first aiders on site, but we don't want to have to use them if we don't have to. Very good. Well, this morning, uh, as we close our series at the movies, we're looking at uh, a movie and which is also a song inspired by the life of Bart Millard. Bart Millard grew up uh, in Greenville, uh, Texas, and uh, he was, uh, as he was growing up, he was subject to abuse physically, verbally, emotionally uh, by his father, Arthur. His mum left, um, basically just walking out on that relationship. And uh, he was left with his father. And uh, you can imagine the pain, the hurt that he went through. And uh, so we're going to pick up the story at uh, some of the early years where, where Bart uh, experienced uh, the dreams that he had in his heart being shattered by his father. So uh, watch the screen. Enjoy your popcorn. I can only imagine. What you got there? It's a fighter helmet that I made during a big battle in space. You should worked hard on that, didn't you? What's that? It's just, it's just junk. It's a dream of art. That's good. Hey, you're imagining things. I'm going to teach you something, Bart. Dreams don't pay the bills. Nothing good comes from it. All it does is keep you from all this. From knowing what's real. You understand that? Huh? Yes, Daddy. Well... That's a piece of junk. Why don't you just go throw it away? So Bart's dreams get get shattered time and time again. Uh, Bart wants to, to follow in his father's footsteps, wants to make dad happy. Anyone ever tried to live up to parents or, or uncles or aunties or grandparents' expectations of you? This was it's quite a normal thing for us to do, to try and live up to somebody else's expectations. And so uh, Bart, he tries all he can to be a great footballer, but he's just average. He's just an average footballer. And then he goes into this tackle, breaks both of his legs. The doctor says he can't play again. Probably a little bit of relief in Bart in some ways. But he's, uh, he's basically going around high school in a wheelchair. And he ends up, uh, by accident, signing up for Glee Club, the, the singing group uh, within his high school. And that's where he discovers his passion. His passion is actually music. So he loves his music. All of a sudden, he starts singing, and uh, his heart comes alive. The dreams in him are all about music. 
And so he begins playing this music. He starts a band. Uh, he has an encounter with God. He, he comes to know God in, a, in an amazing way. But he begins this band called Mercy Me. And they basically play at every youth group they can. They, they pick up every gig they can, grab a bus and just travel around America, just trying to find opportunities to play their music. And they're hoping that they can get their record deal. Everybody's hoping they can get that record deal, that one signature that will uh, make them the, the, the millions of dollars and the copies, you know, all the albums sold. And so Bart chases this dream and finally gets a whole lot of record producers in one room to listen to their concert. They give it everything they've got. And he's standing there waiting for the critics, waiting for the feedback. He thinks he's nailed it. He thinks he's got it right. It's like, yes, where's my record deal? Only to hear from all of these record producers that basically determined his fate. They said, you're just not good enough. You're not good enough, Bart. The words that had echoed from his father, Bart, you're just not good enough. You're not going to make it. They said, in fact, you should just go home. You should just go home. This isn't your thing. So he kind of has his meltdown and, and kind of quits on the band and then says to the guys, I've got to get my life together. I've got to work a few things out. I've got to go home. So realizing that at home is his dad, he doesn't realize that something significant has happened in his dad's life when he arrives. So we pick up the scene the next morning at breakfast time. Are you hungry? I, uh, I, I heard you come in last night, so I made some bacon and uh, cinnamon rolls and uh, a frittata, which I just learned how to make. When did you learn how to cook? I've been learning a lot lately. Won't you go on in there? I, I set the table. Well, uh, here. Uh, key to the frittata is how hot you make the pan. That's a secret. me here, Arthur. I want to thank you for answering my prayer and uh, rub it up, Doug, and thanks for the grub. Amen. See you 
found God or something? Well, I've, I've been listening to some preachers on the radio and uh, re uh, reading the Bible and whatnot. What part? Yeah, all of it. And uh, a couple of times, actually. And uh, it's pretty confusing. It's like Leviticus. What is that? I don't, I don't get it. What prayer? You said God answered a prayer. What prayer? This is seeing you again. Oh, Dad, I've been busy. <clears throat> yeah. I guess you notice I've got a few projects going on around here. And I got one out in the garage I was hoping that you'd help me with. Uh, I've been uh, rebuilding a Jeep of mine. And, man, when I was your age, I made some memories in that Jeep. And I was hoping that maybe we could uh, get it running again and, I don't know, go somewhere. What are you do doing? Something. What is this? I wrote you some letters. Did you get them? Yeah. Threw them away. Did you read them? Nope. Oh. I, don't, I thought that's why you came back last night. I don't... Oh, I don't, well... I was just trying to make a memory. That's all. Well, it's kind of hard for me to do, Dad. Because all the memories that we have together are bad. Get some ketchup. Son, I, I know that I, I did some things that I'm... You did also... some things? I got a memory for you, Dad. That night you beat me so badly that I had to sleep on my stomach because I was so bruised. I couldn't move. What was I, 10? Eleven? Yeah, I remember that. That, uh, that tore me up. I, I cried that all night about what I did to you then. I cried too, Dad. In pain. All night. Why were you? And now you just want to come back in here? Make breakfast, pretend like nothing ever happened. It doesn't work that way, Dad. What am I going to do, Bert? I, I just, I want to make things right with you and me. And um, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to do it. I'm trying. I'm reading a lot of books I don't understand. a lot of questions about myself. I don't have nobody to, to answer them for me. If God can forgive everybody else, why can't he forgive me? I can forgive you.
can't believe I came back here. Can't you give me a chance? No! You just gotta give up on that dream, Dad. Because it can't. Of all the things that God asks us to do, forgiveness is probably the hardest. Forgiving somebody who has hurt us, someone who's wronged us, someone who's done something that is painful, emotionally, physically, spiritual abuse. To forgive that person is the hardest thing. And yet it's what God requires of us. Forgiveness. And I've been praying this week that God would give us courage. It's felt that, that verse in, in, in Joshua, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous, that God would give us courage to forgive those who have hurt us? A couple of years ago, a few years back, uh, Amy and I, we were, were hurt quite badly by uh, somebody who was close to us and we thought they were walking the journey with us and then we realized that they kind of pulled away and in fact began working against us. We felt betrayed, felt hurt, real pain. Now, I'm not naive to think that it was their fault. I wasn't leading very well. I was making some, some bad mistakes and made some wrong decisions. And I was kind of faced with this, I know I'm supposed to forgive them, but I don't know if I can or if I even want to. And so I'm left with this dilemma, what do I do? Because if I don't forgive them, it'll stay with me forever. Every time I think of them, it'll just all come up again. So we went through the process of forgiving one another, and it wasn't easy. But we made the choice and had the courage to do so. Forgiveness sets us free. You know, Carl Menninger, uh, a famous psychiatrist, said that in, in the, in the um, psychiatric hospitals, 75% of people would be able to walk out the next day if they knew that their sins could be forgiven. If they knew that the things that they had done wrong could be forgiven, they would find freedom. How powerful is that? We, we find ourselves caught up in this prison. Sometimes it's even forgiving ourselves. We, we can't even forgive ourselves for the wrong that we've done. Anyone ever done something wrong in their life? Can I get a show of hands? That's, that's like 100%. And the rest of you are lying. And if we can't find forgiveness in our own heart for ourselves, and if we can't forgive others, we find ourselves in this bondage. We find ourselves in this place where we don't ever find freedom. We face that issue of forgiving someone. You know, you've been in a relationship, you know, friendship, uh, a marriage relationship, a dating relationship, and something goes wrong. And you kind of hit that fork in the road where it's like, well, what do I do now? What do I do now? I, I don't really want to forgive this person, but you're putting this on me now, God. What, what, what am I going to do with this? How do we respond? We need some courage. We need the forgiveness of God that he's extended to us to, to fill our hearts and change us and transform us so that we could potentially forgive somebody else. In this movie, Bart was faced with the same challenge. All of his life had been subject to abuse physically and emotionally. 
from a father who it would seem intentionally was going out to destroy his dreams. It's like the, the failures that his father had had, it's like, well, if I can't get my dreams, I'm going to make sure you don't get your dreams. That's tough to grow up with. Maybe that was your story or something similar. Or even now as I'm speaking, there's a face that's coming to your mind. The pain's filling your heart again. Even your stomach might be churning. And you're going, I, I can't forgive that person. How could Bart forgive somebody who had done all that to him? Amazing pain. But then his father encounters God and asks him to forgive him. Sometimes it's easier to continue to hate somebody because they're still mean to you. But what happens when they turn their life around? What happens when they find freedom and then they come to you and ask for their forgiveness, your forgiveness for what they did to you? That's a hard conversation to have when there's still pain in our heart. There's still anger and resentment potentially against that person. Jesus talks about forgiveness in the Lord's Prayer. Matthew 6, he says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, or holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Give us everything we need to survive. Forgive us our debts. Or another version is forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us or forgiven our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. And here's the kicker, my friends. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. There's a whole lot of power in that statement right there. If we're going, you know, we're wanting to follow Jesus with all of our heart and we're, we're living a life chasing after him and, and yet we don't have freedom. Can I ask the question? Is there unforgiveness in your heart towards somebody? Is there something that somebody has done that you, you just can't let go? Maybe that will be the key to your freedom. Maybe that will be the key to you walking from this place with the weight lifted off your shoulder. We read this passage, we see Jesus touches on forgiveness in verse 12. Then he goes on and says, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And then he goes, hey, let me just come back to forgiveness again. Maybe because there's an emphasis on forgiveness in Jesus' mind. He's saying, this is how you should pray daily. This was like a model prayer. If you wake up every day, these are the topics I want you to cover. And he covers forgiveness twice. I wonder if there's some power in forgiveness. I wonder if anyone's thankful for the forgiveness that God has extended to you. Sins that we've committed, the sins I've committed, have been forgiven by a father who loves us. There's some power in forgiveness. So there's two questions I want us to consider today as we look at Bart's response to his father in this area of forgiveness. Number one, why is it so hard to forgive? And number two, why do we need to forgive? So let's look at why is it so hard to forgive. First thought is we struggle with ongoing feelings. When, when somebody's hurt us, it, it leaves a memory, doesn't it? It leaves a little mark, sometimes a big mark, sometimes it's a big scar. We kind of touch that scar and go, ooh, I remember. I remember what happened. Those feelings can kind of come up again. And, you know, we forgive someone and then 3 o'clock in the morning, it's like, hello. Where, where, where did all of those thoughts of anger and wanting to kill that person come back into mind we struggle with ongoing feelings Corrie Tim Boom 
a survivor of the Holocaust, had this experience where, where a friend had betrayed her publicly. And she was trying to forgive, but every time she forgave, it was like at night, the, the, it would all kind of flood back again. You know, the, the feelings of anger and hate towards that person. And, and she goes to her pastor and says, what do I do with these feelings? Because I can't seem to get rid of them. She says, Corey, the, at the church, there's a, there's a bell tower. And the sexton pulls the rope in order to make the bell chime. Every time that bell chimes, when the rope is pulled, it, it rings loud. And then it goes softer and softer and softer until you don't hear the bell anymore. When we don't forgive, when we stay offended, we pull the rope and we ring the bell of unforgiveness again. And a ding dong, ding dong. Wake up in the middle of the night. Ding dong, ding dong. That offense, unforgiveness stays in our heart. But what if we wake up at three o'clock in the morning and go, God, it's hard, but I'm going to forgive again. And we don't grab the rope. We don't go there with the feelings. I'm not saying we ignore them, but we make a choice. Because forgiveness is a choice, not just a feeling. If I live my life just on my feelings, watch out world. Yeah? I mean, if I'm feeling not so good today and I let everybody else around me have it, how exciting is that? Well, it'd be exciting but I don't think I'd have any friends. I have to choose the emotions that are going on inside of my head and my heart every day, whether I will let loose on any person that walks past me or actually give that to God and make a choice. Because forgiveness also, forgiveness is an event and a process. So it happens today, and it might happen again tomorrow, and the day after, and the day after, and I wake up, and I'm feeling that that feeling of anger again, and then I've got to forgive again, and again, and again, and on the seventh night, I'm not as angry, and then on the eighth night, I'm not really so upset with that situation anymore, and, and maybe I actually have forgiven them. There comes a point in our life if we can continually give it back to God, The moment the feeling comes, God, I'm struggling. I need your help. Please help me to forgive. If we can do this on a continual basis, get a friend to stand alongside you, to walk the journey with you, to keep you accountable. Hey, how are you going with that relationship with that person? How are you going with that forgiveness? Oh, I'm not doing so well today. Come on, let's pray together. Don't do life alone. Don't do this process of forgiveness just on your own. Grab a friend and talk to them about it. We also struggle with forgetting. We struggle with ongoing feelings, but we find it hard to forgive because we struggle with forgetting. Bart would never forget the pain his dad caused him. And none of you will forget the pain that's happened to you through people who have abused you, who have hurt you, who have betrayed you. You won't forget it. God in his divine nature has the ability to to forget. He says he throws our sins into the sea of forgetfulness, which means he doesn't remember it anymore. He doesn't hold it against us. It's just like it's gone. Humans, we're not so divine. We tend to kind of hold on to and we remember things. And, and it's not bad to remember the bad things that have happened to us. In fact, the Bible says in, in uh, Proverbs ten fourteen, the wise store up knowledge. 
We actually kind of remember the moments that have actually hurt us and maybe we can make a better decision to step away from that. It's not always something we can control, but maybe sometimes there are situations where we can go, you know what, I'm not going to go down that destructive path again. I'm not going to find myself in that relationship that I was in that caused so much pain. I can see that in that person that that would hurt me again. But I, I think we need to understand what forgiveness is not. It's really understand when we understand what forgiveness is, but we need to understand what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness does not deny that the evil was done to us. When we forgive someone, we don't deny that the evil has happened. Forgiveness does not excuse sinful or criminal behavior. Nobody has a right to do that. Forgiveness does not pretend it never happened. Oh, just forget about it. Just pretend it never happened. No, no, that that is not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is not removing consequences for wrong behavior. Sometimes we have to pay for our crimes. Forgiveness is not condoning evil or abuse. And forgiveness is not letting others abuse you again. If you're in an unsafe place, find help. Get yourself out of that painful place. Get out of that abusive situation. This is a place where you can find friendship. You can find relationship. You can find help if you're in one of those situations. Don't stay in that place. You will need to distance yourself. But forgiveness is not accepting everything that's gone. Forgiveness is a choice that says, I will no longer carry the burden on my shoulders of what has happened to me. So difficult, but so powerful. Bart was on a journey of forgiveness, one that would take time. And at one point, he finds himself with the choice of getting revenge or forgiving his dad. What did Bart choose? Let's check it out.
Daddy, you die. Show you, Dad. With your questions, I can show you how. you to finish that sentence. Now, you may say to me, you don't know how hard it is for me to forgive this person. You don't know what they've done to me. And I'd say, I know it's hard. But if you have been forgiven by God, then he gives you the power to forgive others. With the choice of revenge or forgiveness, Bart chooses to forgive. I can imagine in that moment, everything came off his shoulders. All of the weight, all of the pain, all of the, 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 the years of holding on to that would have come off his shoulders. I believe that God wants to set some people free today. I believe that God wants to, to bring healing to hearts. Second question I wanted to ask is, why do we have to forgive? Unforgiveness is sin. And the irony of the fact that when we're sinned against, then we don't forgive in God's eyes, we actually commit a worse sin. In fact, Jesus tells the story of this, this man who, he had a debt that became so unmanageable, there was no way he could repay this debt. He goes to his master, and the master is about to throw him into jail, and he says, please, will you show me mercy? Will you forgive me this debt? The master forgave the debt, wiped it clean. He goes out the door. You would think he would celebrate. You would think he would just be so um, blessed because of the, the, the mercy that had been shown. But no, he goes and finds somebody who owes him the equivalent of 10 bucks. He says, give me my money. I want it now. Give it to me now. And says, no. Yeah. He says, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Would you forgive my debt? This man did not show mercy. Word gets back to the master. The master says, if you're not showing mercy to somebody else like I've shown mercy to you, both of you are in jail. The crazy thing is, neither of them could afford to get themselves out of jail. When we don't forgive someone, we keep them locked up in a prison of offense. God's asking us today to set some people free. Set ourselves free. Set somebody else free. 
by forgiving. Remember, it's not condoning what's been done. It's not taking it away. It's, it's, it's not saying it never happened. It's an act of choice that says, I will forgive. And on your piece of paper today, in your notes, and your heart, God, this morning, I choose to forgive. Is anyone brave enough, anyone courageous enough to make that statement? Believe it, mean it, and begin to walk it out. Remember, forgiveness being an event happening right now. In this moment, I choose to forgive somebody. And I might wake up tomorrow and have to forgive them again as those feelings rise. But I'm going to stop pulling the rope. I'm going to stop pulling the rope. I'm going to walk free from unforgiveness, from offense. I'm going to walk with a lifestyle of forgiveness. I believe some people are going to be set free. Ephesians 1, 7, we, we, Jesus has done this for us. In him, we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Psalm 103, verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And you know what? You might be here today. And you're, you're saying, well, I don't know if God has ever forgiven me. Have you asked him? If you say, God, forgive me for my sin, forgive me for living life my own way. When we position, when we posture our hearts in that manner to say, God, please forgive me. He is a loving God that will forgive every sin. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness, the Bible tells us, if we would come to him in faith. I want to pray a prayer for anybody that would like to pray this prayer. We're going to pray it out as a church family. And maybe you're coming to God saying, I need your forgiveness for the life that I've lived. I need to be set free from the things that I've done. God wants to forgive you today. Maybe you're coming back to him. Maybe you've been away from him and God is drawing you back today. Would you respond? Would you respond in faith? With every head bowed, eye closed, would you, would you pray this prayer with me this morning? Heavenly Father, Thank you for your love for me. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross. A death that he didn't deserve to have. Thank you for your forgiveness. I turn from my old way of living. I ask you to forgive me. I choose to follow you. Please lead me. In Jesus' name, amen. With every head bowed, eye closed. If you prayed that prayer, we want to help you on your journey following Christ. We want to get alongside you and, and help you with your next step. It would be our privilege to meet with you after the service and connect with you. But so we know who you are, would you do something brave and courageous, please? Would you slip your hand up and say, that was me, I prayed that prayer. Anyone here today? saying, yes, that was me. I prayed that prayer, responded in faith to God, asking him to forgive me. Anyone here this morning? Amen. Jaden and Sarah are going to sing the song, I Can Only Imagine. As they sing, would you seek God? Would you be real and honest with them and say, there is pain in my heart, there is unforgiveness. But God, today, I choose to forgive.
Release somebody today. Release yourself today.
song yeah beautiful the power of forgiveness what an amazing song an amazing movie and thank you darling for an amazing message you know that's the conclusion of our of our service and uh you know it is a it is a somber moment so i just encourage you if you do would like some prayer we've got a team we'd love to stand beside you and pray with you because by the grace and strength of god and with the help of others yeah we can make that choice to forgive so look, we'd love you to stay for tea and coffee. We've got our guest lunch open, our cafe open, complimentary tea and coffee. And um, don't forget to grab an invite card, invite someone along next week. Uh, that is the close of our service. May God bless you, make his face shine upon you and be with you. Amen. Amen. We'll see you next week. God bless. Shall be.